The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ono, and you're going in raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here. YouTube.com forward slash Steve and Larson and available wherever fine podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it. On the YouTube, if you're uh, th- that's where you're tuning in. If you're listening to us on an audio podcast, be sure to hit uh, subscribe, leave a comment, rating, and a review. review. Uh, any of those would help. Help boost the exposure of the show. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We have a variety of award tiers there, starting from $1, and you would be stunned at how much $1 oh, it goes gets a long you way. on and it, how much it helps us. Yes. Going in yes. yes. Got a couple of new patrons here. I want to give them some shout outs before we get started with the show today. Mm-hmm. Don Dillinger. Again, that's another great like a private great name. detective name. Yeah. Hey, Don Dillinger. Yeah. Maybe he's Greg Francisco's arch nemesis. Could be. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Kineku Boneman, Daniel Wright, Eric Magana, Tyler Hutchinson, Jeff Kears, and El Blandito Sean Blanford. Thank so you, everybody. I want to say thank you thank to you, everybody. Thank you, thank you, For supporting us on the Patreon. Yes. We have a packed episode today. We do. Did you watch both NXT UK? I just, did not have an opportunity just to Just the that. one assigned. Just the one assigned, yes. I didn't <clears> have an opportunity to, to get, earn extra credit by watching both. I watched the one I was assigned plus the Zach Gibson, James Drake promo. Oh, yeah. Because that's kind of the only thing I care about. Well, it's not the only thing I care about. There is a great Eddie. Did Eddie Dennis show up at all in yours? Or Mastiff? There was just a video package for him. Okay, yeah, they ran a video package on mine as well. Might have been the same one. Oh, wait, maybe no. Maybe I just saw that on yours. I forget. I don't know. Anyways. Um, Blackpool, NXT UK Blackpool. Takeover Takeover Blackpool. Yeah, you sound like Johnny Saint there. (laughs) It's coming up this Saturday. Well, we're not going to be doing a reaction live stream because that's just asking way too much. But we we will watch it and we'll do a recap on Monday. Yeah, I'm going to, I might live tweet it depending on what I'm doing. What time? What time is it at? I think it's live, so it'd probably be around noon, noon? our time. Noonish, or maybe even noon nine, it one. starts at five. It could be eight, nine in the morning. It yeah. could be nine in the morning. In which case, I'll probably watch it. I'll probably watch it live. Oh, okay. Because we don't do nothing Saturday morning. Oh yeah, it's awesome, man. We just have our coffee, take it easy, be lazy. I'll just maybe flip it on and live tweet. Man, it's probably not gonna be more than two and a half hours. Yeah, with like think. takeover, normal takeovers, yeah, like two, two and a half, half hours. hours. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. But, uh, yeah, so uh, that's coming up. Um, when are we going to do our predictions? Like right now, are we going to do them when we can we're do it. We done can do it. with the U.K. stuff? Either or. I don't care. Do you want to do them right now? Let's do them when we're done with the U.K. stuff right. because then it'll set everything up. Because here's the thing. I don't know everything that happened in gotcha. your – Oh, okay, yeah. That might have some bearing on what you what – Yeah, you I don't know what happened same, on the go home same, exactly. And same for, you know, the episode you covered, your assigned episode to watch. Right. There's definitely some uh, – 
some some go home math that we need first. Exactly. But let's kick into our NXT, NXT episode first. Episode started with uh, Johnny Gargano, Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Takeover, or Johnny Failure mm-hmm. coming down the ring, dropping a promo. What did Champa call him? Johnny Badass. Yeah. 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 There He's go. got all sorts of nicknames. Anyways, he wants to be champion. He yeah. said. He said. His I've, 2018 I've was was full of ups and downs. Yeah, he's, I've learned that being a nice guy doesn't matter. It only matters wins and championships. Right. Which agree or disagree? Well, from a competitive standpoint, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. If you're in any sort of competitive industry, then you, you want to win. And you, you want, want top gold. prizes. Yeah. You yeah. Want top prizes, and to get to top prizes, you need to string together some victories. Kind of the most important thing in life. That's different, though. It's two different things. Anyways, maybe. Maybe I don't know. Not. I mean, this Johnny Gargano. Maybe he's onto something. Saga we're witnessing here is is about learning that there's more to life than wins and, and championships. Or too. there's more to life than being a nice guy, wins and championships. I don't know. Think about that for a second. I don't know. Anyways, he says, uh, 2019, he's going to get a lot of wins and he's going to be a champion. Yeah, that's good. And he talks about how Ciampa said, you know, hey, you should go after Ricochet to his North American title. And he gets on Ricochet for coming after him, Johnny Gargano, because Ciampa suggested the match. Mm hmm. And Gargano was almost like, I didn't bring up the match. Yeah. Ciampa did. Why are you coming after me? Ricochet comes to the ring looking like a million bucks. Oh, he looks great. Man. Yeah. Nice suit. Yeah. He's got the shirt with the, the embroidered collar on it. It's fantastic. Looks great. Yeah. He should be a member of Gallus the way he dresses. Oh, he dresses better than any member of Gallus. Oh, man. Yeah, man. He's up there with Wolfgang in terms of his civilian attire. I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. No, Ricochet's next level, man. He's got a next level wardrobe. <laughs> So Ricochet comes out and uh, kind of gives uh, Gargano the business a little bit, um, and then yeah, he says, "He says all you got to do is ask." Yeah. He says, "He says what are you gonna do?" He says, "You know we can fight, you know man to man, or are you gonna attack me in the parking lot from behind?" Yeah. Ooh ding! Oh. Ooh ding! Hey, let me ask you something. Do you do you like that they changed Gargano's Tron to be? Like a an evil version of his no, happy I, face. No, I think it, it's it it the the whole thing they do with him is more effective because that would I kind of feel like that would mean he would go and tell them to do that. Hey, I'm wise. A, hey, I'm a bad guy now. Which he still thinks he's a good guy, so this, there still should be that juxtaposition of him with because his his themes are the same. the The idea that somebody would would re, I mean, the whole idea of heel turns is silly. Anyways, all of a sudden I'm going to rebrand my personality. It yeah, doesn't no. really make a lot of sense. No. But to go so far as to go to the production truck and say, hey, I'm going to rebrand the very nature of my being. And so I need visually to uh, describe that in my Tron. But I think it's the, the juxtaposition from a character standpoint where he still views himself as a good guy. It makes it, yeah, I know. It's more yeah. effective if he keeps his old his old Tron because the music's the same. It's yeah. like he has some dark brooding version of his theme song. Right. <laughs> right. They start playing it backwards. Yeah, I know. Rebel heart. Rebel heart. It's not the case. It's still the uplifting melody. Uh, anyways, uh, Ciampa shows up, um, and he's trying to uh, stir the pot a little bit. Gargano says, why are you here? Yeah, Shut like, up and get out of here. Shut up and get out of here. Shut up and get out of here. Big jerk. Uh, suddenly, Aleister Black appears on the Titantron behind him. Immaculately filmed, too. Oh, yeah, Man, there gorgeous. was like a yeah. fog machine there. Yeah, it looked great. And like, it was like properly lit. Yeah, it looked really good. Like three-quarters lighting and stuff. Yeah, it was really good. Three-point lighting. And he talks to Ciampa, saying, why are you worried about, what do you call Gargano, your dog? Your dog? Dog, I th- didn't he call him like your dog of war or something, something like, like that? that? And he kind of waved him off. Like at first, when he called him dog, it's like, ooh, but when you call somebody a dog of war, it's kind of cool. Yeah, potentially. 
you dog of war. And then he's like saying, you better be focused on me yeah. for our match and not focused on Johnny. You need to be focused on me, Alistair Black. And then uh, all the lights went down. And then they came back up, and man, yeah, it was scary. He was just standing there like an action figure, super like a huge action figure, yeah, like just superimposing. And then doles out some punishment to Champa, runs him off to the back behind the curtain, which is always a goofy. Oh, it's I a know. goofy visual. Yeah, it is. When they like run, fight back to like the curtain, and then like you know disappear, disappear because you know obviously they're just gonna stop fighting and saying, "Oh, that was good." <laughs> and the last, Piki, you're right because you the last step. After going to the curtain, like you can see, the last step is casual. Yeah, <laughs> I, know. I know. I love it. I know. So back in the ring, Gargano shrugs and super kicks Ricochet. Yeah, that was that was a pretty and Ricochet nasty sold kick it too. great. Yeah, exactly. So that was really good. So a strong opening segment. Yeah, it was real good. There's uh, two episodes left. We're three weeks away. So does that mean there's th- two or three episodes left? Two, two dose that, episodes. Yeah, left. yeah. There's two left. Okay, cool. The 16th and the 23rd. Because right. takeovers on the twenty sixth. All right, looking at your calendar over there. Uh, next, uh, NXT's been watching Stephen Larson book Rock. They just booked a match via Twitter. Uh, <laughs> William Regal tweeted, uh, "Undisputed Era versus War Raiders for the Tag Team Championships at Takeover Phoenix." Undisputed Era is totally losing those belts. Yeah, yeah. They're like in the, the it's like senioritis for Undisputed Era. It's, it is it's completely like their lame duck period in NXT. This is like when Authors of Pain. For, well, yeah, I know, but we thought the same thing with Authors of Pain. I don't know, man. They stuck around forever. It didn't do anything. It didn't do anything. But didn't they have the titles during one of their lame duck? No. I think they did. I don't know if they did. I man. think they were lame duck champs, man. But yeah, no. If Here's the thing. War Raiders are a big deal. Mm-hmm. War Machine is a big deal. They need to have those titles. Even if even if Undisputed Era sticks around for another year, they need to put those titles on War Machine. Undisputed really Era is not sticking around for more another when do you think it's going to be? After, after Mania? Mania? Yeah, You're probably it totally right. It seemed like it's after Mania. You're probably right. Look at the rematch and then Quantum Leap out. Exactly. Uh, next, early fun match between Bianca Belair and Nikki Cross. Uh, Bianca Belair is awesome. She's awesome. She She's is great. awesome. Yeah. Um, her combination of athleticism, strength, uh, personality. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 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 in the, in the, in to see how far she's come in the span of two years since she yeah. started wrestling. It's yeah. pretty incredible. Yeah, it is pretty impressive. She's really picked it up fast. Yeah. Um, and Nikki Cross is great as well. I do like I do. I mean, they you know they really sold the idea of this is Nikki Cross's uh, last match in NXT, and that she would be moving along oh, yeah, to either were, Raw or SmackDown. They were so openly talking about her call. That's going to be imminent. So yes. that's cool. Only yes. say Raw or SmackDown, man. They are not committed to that whole sanity thing. I was hoping that she would elevate them a little bit, and I was hoping that Sanity would get, you know, some more TV time. They had, like, them in the club had, like, one episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. next week. Maybe mm-hmm. next week. Yeah, I don't know. Said the same thing about Almas. He disappeared for a while. And he's back. Hopefully, Sanity and the club will get some time on TV. Yeah, same. I, I, I hope that happens. Although, given the fact that they just introduced, like, an A-story tag team with Miz and Shane. Probably not going to happen, unfortunately. I know. It's a bummer. But, uh, you know, what they should do is move Sanity to Raw. Ooh. Uh, well, there's, there, not a, yeah. there's not a whole lot of competition in the Raw Tag Division outside of Gable Root and, and the Revival. And the, they do seem to be refocusing a bit on like the wrestling of the Raw Tag mm-hmm, Division. So mm-hmm. maybe I mean, mm-hmm. that could be a good idea. That could work. That'd be cool if Nikki would like you know be the anchor for Sanity. Like they follow her if she yeah. goes to Raw. Yeah, that'd be cool. That would be cool. Uh, anyways, uh, at one point Nikki hits her finisher. We think, oh wow, Nikki could win, and then Bianca Belair rolls. From one side of the ring to the opposite side of the ring, out 
to avoid getting pinned. Mm-hmm. That was pretty neat. That was good, yeah. Um, they recreated the spot from one of their previous matches where Nikki has Bianca in the sleeper hold, and Bianca drops her back first onto the ramp. Um, in the end, Nikki Cross misses a top rope splash. Uh, Bianca picks her up, hits her finisher for the win. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, clean win. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. Um, I saw, they'll probably run this on TV next week, but they did like a dot-com interview thing um, where she still she still has, I, I was sort of concerned that they would maybe start like trying to make her a little bit of a baby face, mm-hmm. um, like attitude-wise, but all the attitude was still there. Good. Um, she was sort of talking down about, you know, Nikki saying, bye-bye, you're on your way. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm glad that they haven't really, they're not yeah, really yeah, strained yeah, from yeah, that yeah. yet because Good. I think, I think that takeover match is going to be a big turn for her. I really do, but I want them to keep her attitude. I think she's yes, that's great as a essential, character. Yeah. Essential. Because she is. Un. Duh. Duh. I already said duh. Feet. Ted. Ted. You don't have to say that part. Street province video. Let me video. do my part, man. Why are they still doing Snapchat videos? This one was actually filmed well, though. <laughs> this one looked like it wasn't filmed on somebody's phone. Um, yeah, I'm just saying, like, Snapchat's like kind of like nowadays it's the Instagram story. Oh, I know. Yeah, That's Snapchat, the big thing. Snapchat's pretty passe, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I like Montez Ford's uh, freestyle. Yeah, that was cute. That was cool. I like the metaphors of the closed doors and the open doors because they're going to open doors in 2019. Yeah, I do. I, I love that they said, they said, man, 2018 was huge for us. And I was thinking, was it really though? Well, they really evolved. They really? won the Evolve Tag Championships in 2018. I know. Is that really? It's better than no titles. I mean, they're they're winning titles that guys who want to be signed to WWE are winning. Is that really? Well, evolve. It's like you and I no, dominating. Evolve. Evolve is more or less the NXT of NXT it's, at this point. It's like you and I dominating. Uh, I'm going to say middle school. There's no way we can hang with high schoolers like middle school basketball. I'm pretty sure we could school some middle school basketball players. I don't think I've shot basketball in a year. Like two on two, just by virtue of the fact that they're like half our size, I think we could do better than Maybe, them. yeah. <laughs> Maybe. So anyways, they said they had a terrific 2018. I kind of disagree, but I'm really hopeful for their 2019. Yes. I really am. I was just thinking compared to some of their previous uh, Snapchat videos they did as video packages, where it seemed like they just went out and shot a bunch of footage and tried to create some sort of well they brought a real camera and a mic this time well they hadn't they, it seemed like there was a vision behind what the segment was going to be before they started shooting that's true too as opposed to let's go out and play some basketball at night and 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 record it and then yeah. put something together yeah as and this time it's like okay this is what we're going to try to and say. then it was obvious when they got into the editing room they're like we didn't bring any lights i know and like we didn't really have an idea of, of <laughs> what the point of this is going to be yeah. Oh, there was a, there was a very obvious point to it. And I thought it was effective. Yeah, it was good. It was, it was a good, good showcase for their personalities. I'm optimistic. For Same them. here, because uh, Montez Ford's uh, lovely wife is totally going to get called up way before he is at this rate. Could be. <laughs> Anyways, next up we had Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel. Oh yeah, the Europe. I'm sorry. What was I thinking? The European Union with their various finishing maneuvers named Brexit, the No Deal. The no deal. <laughs> well, that's one of the Brexit outcomes is the no deal. The no deal. Uh, you need to keep up on your European politics, my friend. I guess so. And then uh, what What are their names? Kunzman and Watts? Yeah. Did they get their first names? Yeah, it's on .com. I didn't write it down, though. Okay. I just went there to make sure I got the last names correct. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Watts was the smaller of the two, the yes. more athletic guy. Yeah. Um, and then Kunzman was the dude in the, the red tights. This was more competitive than I thought it was going to be. I thought it would be a squash match because there I, was one point. I'm sorry, go ahead. I'd only heard of one of the teams, 
Um, <laughs> well, there's no man. One of these guys, I don't know the the larger guy, Watts. No, Kunzman. Kunzman. At some point, it looked like he started going to business for himself because he started like chopping the crap out of both guys at the same time. And I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. whoa, 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 hold on a second here. Over in the UK, Eichner and Bart, the European Union rather, they like dominate, you yeah, know? No, as they should because they're great. Exactly. Come out they, matching gear. They come over here to NXT and they have like matching, they have like matching tights. Eichner lost his street fight pants. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like they said, hey, come over here and like just stop being you. Oh, he still had the toothpick in his mouth. He does that yeah, in NXT that UK. No, I thought it was great. I thought it was great because it was a fun match, though. Yeah, it was a fun match. Marcel Bartel's really good. Eichner's really good. Um, Watts, he was really good, too. Yeah, dude. He was he throwing down great, with guys. He had some great, like, bright pink trunks. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be invited back, though. I don't or know, the man. The Kunzman guy. Yeah, I don't know. Bigger guy. In the end, uh, Marcel Bartel pins Watts after a powerbomb German suplex combo. It looked nasty. Yes, stick to the plan, man. That was supposed to be a squash match. I don't know. That guy wasn't. He was not having it with their Mickey Mouse fantasy land. Guess not. Guess not. Ricochet interview outside. He was still sort of sore from that super kick. Yeah, and he was pretty upset. He said, "I don't care if the match is made or not. I want. I'm going to take out Johnny Gargano, but the match is going to be made. Yeah, it's going to be." So- Spectacular. Yeah, it should be a stellar match. Could be a match of the year candidate. Yep. Next, Keith Lee interview. So he's asked, what are your thoughts on Cassius Ono laying out Matt Riddle? And Keith Lee, is, uh, he says, you know, I've been friends with Matt Riddle, traveled the world. Uh, not really into what Cassius Ono is doing, so I'm going to challenge him to a match next week. That's cool. And you will bask in my glory. Um, did he dye some of his beard? I swear he had a lot more gray in it before. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I think he did, man. Took some time off. You always have to take some time off when you... Uh, Dye the hair. Probably not. Anyways. No, I don't think you do. No, I don't think you do either. Next up, EC3 versus Adam Cole. Heck of a main event. Yeah. This is a heck of a main event. Yeah. This is just what happens when we come in early, man. I got freaking... You got to get that taken care of beforehand. I got sleep face, man. Eye boogers. Yeah, dude. Well, I wasn't going to... That's disguise. Don't say that. Don't say that. EC3 versus Adam Cole. Fun match. It was fun. Um, but this was uh, EC3's Quantum Leap match. Yeah, he he yeah he lost. Gave it a lot. They gave it a lot of time though. They did. So in the end, Undisputed Era they get up on the apron, distract EC3 rather than worry about defeating Adam Cole. Tries to knock Undisputed Era off the apron, and Cole hits a super kick, a last shot 2.0. He picks up the W. Um, and afterwards, Undisputed Era attack EC3. War Raiders came down to make the save. They destroy Undisputed Era. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's two on four, and, mm-hmm. and they easily dispatch of Undisputed Era. <laughs> right. Um, they clear the ring, stand tall to finish the episode. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it was a fun episode of NXT. Uh, we saw two uh, two competitors move on to the main roster. So, mm-hmm. hopefully, it'll happen. I think they'll. It's I, for those two. I think it's it's entirely possible they make their debuts in the Rumble, and then we just find out the EC3 and Nikki Cross. And then we just find out the following Monday or Tuesday where they're going. They're on. Yeah, it could yeah. be. Could be. Although, well, you said you thought you heard EC3 had a match after Smack. Well, he just posted like something. I didn't hear anything about match. He just posted a thing on Twitter of his Tron, and it said hashtag SD Live. Oh, okay. Oh, I got you. Oh, so you didn't hear from anybody that no, was about a match? No. no. Oh, okay. He was probably just a, because they. I think they probably just do that every time they run one of those packages. I think I've noticed that. Could be. But then Heavy Machinery had a dark match mm-hmm. uh, in front of SmackDown, mm-hmm. I think. So they're probably just going to be there. Although yeah. Lars hasn't had a dark match yet. No, nope. I don't think he's going to. I think he's going to have his first match on on main 
televised. All right, well, let's talk about NXT. Yeah, fill me in what happened in this. We got another thrown-together tag team, Larson. This time, Kenny Williams and Mir Jordan. Wait, they've tagged together, though, haven't they? No. No? Last time we saw Jamie Ahmed was on last week, I think. No, no, no. Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan. Yeah, they've been tagging for a long time. Yeah, okay. They just lost every time? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, they got their first win. That was the big deal here. Kenny Williams posted that on Twitter. They got their first win together. So so did Kenny Williams dance then? Uh, No. He still wouldn't dance. They hugged a lot, but they didn't dance. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Nigel is really funny, though, about that stuff. That documentary on him looks fascinating. I haven't seen it. I know I want to see it. Well, it hasn't been on yet. I thought it was on last night. No, it's after uh, oh, Takeover. Oh, Blackpool. It's, it's after, after takeover. takeover. Okay. Yeah, All right. Trailer, that makes sense. Trailer's great. Ooh, yeah. I want to watch that. That's going to be good. Yeah. So anyways, the lucky and Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan. You know, the bummer thing about I'm so I'm so hoping that they do one hour of NXT UK. I hate taking notes. That's something that I'm totally happy that you just do. Yeah. Because I do not. I, I was like, oh, man, I'm going to get some WCW work done. And then I realized oh, I got to take notes. I got to really pay attention. Much. I know. Jamie Ahmed and Dan Maloney. So this, I mean, this is a win that they should get. That Kenny Williams yeah, yeah, and Mir Jordan yeah, should yeah, pick yeah, up. Yeah. Um, although they acted like they won the lottery afterwards. So uh, Kenny Williams, uh, I think he did like a suicide dive to take out Dan Maloney, maybe. And then Amir Jordan hit like a really great looking Swanton bomb on probably ja- Jamie Ahmed or the other one, Dan Maloney. I don't know which one, man. But anyways, Amir Jordan got the pin. And then, oh. and then, like I said, they looked like they won the lottery, man. They were huge into it. That's great. <laughs> they might have danced. I don't know. Let me check chat. Maybe people are, are fact-checking me right now. I don't know. Did they dance afterwards? Anybody know? I don't think they danced. But, probably not. I mean, that'll probably happen in their next entrance now that they've won. Yeah. Let's check Discord. Let's see if anybody knows if Kenny Williams Anyways, carry danced. on with your thing, and I'll, I'll look into it. You look into that stuff. Anyways, moving on. Next. Ugh, Gallus. 
they come to drop a promo. Joe Coffee, he drops a promo, calls himself the Iron King for some reason. Well, he's been calling himself for a while. Is it? Yeah, that's his gimmick, man. Nice. What does it mean exactly? King of Iron. <laughs> I guess so. It'd be like if Iron Man won the King of the Ring. Yeah, he'd be the Iron King, yes. Iron King. Anyways, that was a stupid joke. Uh, so Joe Coffey, great promo. Probably no gonna, dancing confirmed. Probably going to lose to... Oh, thank you. Very, who, who said no dancing? Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, Mark 2251. Oh, man, you're the man, Mark 2251. Anyways, uh, after that, we had a press conference. Uh, did not see how many people were actually in attendance mm. at the press conference because there was no shot of the crowd. Bummer, man. Of the, of the press crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was, uh, <laughs> but there was no, they should have at least given it some like people rustling about noise. Like journalists, I feel rustle about a lot. Yeah, yeah. And there was none of that. So it really, it really did feel like it was just an empty room. No, that's a bummer. It really did. Anyways, it was for the women's uh, championship uh, title match. Uh, Tony Storm was on one side. Then he had Sid Scala and Johnny Saint in the middle. And then, of course, uh, Rhea Ripley there on the side. She had her feet up. She was kicked back. Oh, getting comfy. And uh, the first person, <clears throat> some lady's voice, said, uh, you know, you won the Mae Young Classic. What would then going on to win the NXT UK Women's Championship mean to you? Uh, in, it, I'm paraphrasing here. She said a lot. It took her about five minutes to get to that point, but it was a, it's a lot. I love uh, Tony Storm though; she's great. She is great. Tons of charisma. Uh, and then, uh, but here's the thing, man. I'm kind of a bigger fan now of Rhea Ripley. Uh, the second question was from some dude in the crowd, apparently, allegedly. Rhea, what would you do to what would you do? What would what are you what are you gonna do to hold on to that title? And then she sort of laughed it off and uh, and just started getting angry also, and said that I do. Again, paraphrasing, took her about five minutes to get to this point. Anything. Anything so is what she would do. To, to the two things to get out of this press conference are a lot and anything. <laughs> Pretty All much, right. yeah. All right. But then uh, they started bickering at each other. Of course. Uh, Tony said, uh, you know, you have no idea what I'm going to bring to you. And Rhea's like, you've never beat me. And, uh, and then Rhea really started laying into Tony Storm. I could be wrong, but Tony Storm might have had cry face after Rhea Ripley was wow. done ripping into her, wow. so to speak. And then uh, Rhea Ripley. Oh, Johnny Saint had to like hold them back. They're like they were starting to get close, and he's like, "Hold on, ladies, hold on. None of that." Headmaster Johnny Saint. Headmaster Johnny, because Sid Scale is too tiny to do anything. Yeah, he's not. He breaking was starting anything to get up. shoved aside. He's not breaking anything up. Rhea Ripley storms off with her title, and I was like, "Man, I don't know." I'm not entirely sure Tony Storm's going to get that title because Rhea Ripley is really good. Yeah, she is good. She might be like next to her twin brother, Pete Dunn. Holy moly. She might be my favorite on the roster. Oh, man. Wow. She's so good. Wow. Well, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Understanding, of course, that my favorite person in all of WWE, Liverpool's number one. Right. After that, then when you get down to NXT UK, it's Rhea Ripley, Pete Dunn. But that's only after... This guy. Because remember when we were doling out the episodes, you said, which one do you want? Yeah, so usually you always want the one that's featuring a lot of Zach Gibson. Exactly. And then I'll watch, if he's in the other episode, I'll <laughs> watch that segment, that segment alone. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm quickly becoming a fan of both Gibson and Drake. All right. And here's the thing. I cut together a really silly gif. Oh, yeah. James yeah. Drake. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. On the liver. tagged him in, on Twitter and he responded. <laughs> 
and it was it was Liverpool's all, number one tourist. That's my line. Yeah, I know, but I put it from our account. Yeah, no, I know. That's fine. So I'm, you know, the credit goes to yeah, you too. Yeah. But I put together the gif. Yeah. What was his response? Just having some fun. Yeah. Or something like that. Having a bit of fun. I don't know. I don't even know what that means. I guess he was having some fun in Liverpool. He was very serious on that tour. He was. Man. He didn't look like he was having much fun. Oh, uh, he didn't. He looked like he wanted to be anywhere else. Anyway, uh, anyways, after that, we had uh, a Ligero versus Connors video package. Yeah, I got that match. I was stunned to see the winner of that match, by yeah, the way. I know. Also, Connors' jacket. We'll talk about that in a bit. I think that was a big, big problem there. Coming out in an oversized denim jacket. I'm not sure it was denim. It looked leather. Oh, did it? Yeah. I watched it on my phone. It looked like it was leather. Other stuff. Really? It was like a, but it was like a wash, like a, like a faded yeah. bluish. That's no, why it, it was kind of was, denim. No, it was, it was gray. It was gray green. It was gray green? Yeah. Okay. Wow. His trunks were gray, but the jacket looked, depending on the oh, angle, okay. kind of like an olive gray green or well, just we gray. Well, we can just, you know, we can agree that it wasn't, it's not the freaking sequence immaculate robe that but he But given have. his character now, the, the robe doesn't fit. But he spent a ton of money on that robe, man. man. It's like, I mean, leather jackets ain't cheap either, man. I guess. Some sort of distressed leather. I don't know, man. It was a little. It was like a size too large for him. He should have got the size smaller. It would look. He'd look cooler. I don't know, man. I think it looked like a Ross dress for less jacket. Moving on. Uh, after that, we had a, so yeah, Ligero versus Connors video package. It was there was like a bunch of shots of Ligero doing like leads luchador stuff, and then like sort of like a Sears glamour shot, like mm-hmm. a close up that was like half opacity opacity yeah on like the other side of the screen of like god like omniscient connor's face oh interesting sort of half is it like shot. that 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 meme video of the guy singing with them in the mountains <laughs> yeah all right yeah, do like you know that. what that's from no I it's don't pretty know. funny though <laughs> next up <laughs> I think you have Dave Schilling to thank for, for exposing us to that. Oh, one. that's a heck of a follow right there. Dave Schilling cracks Dave Schilling's great. If I ever, dude, if I ever died, you need to somehow convince him to be yes. the yes. replacement. Yeah, he's, he's tops, he's he's tops he's on great. my list. He's fantastic. Like, I was trying to figure out, I was like, man, I wonder if Schilling would, like, come up here for, like, three weeks while I'm in Europe and just replace me for three weeks while I'm gone. But, I don't know. He's probably out of our budget. Yeah. Uh, Isla Dunn, and people would probably just want him to stay. That's kind of my bigger issue. He's that good. <laughs> he is. People just be like, oh, man, Steve's back. I like that shilling guy. Yeah. Anyways, Isla Dawn versus uh, Zaya Brookside was next. Zaya, Zia, Zaya. Zia, I think. Zia? Zia Brookside. Zia. Yeah. Uh, anyways, fun match. It's basically just submission stuff. Oh, it cool. It was fun. It was really cool. They're both really good wrestlers. Yeah. And they're doing all sorts of the great sort of twisty submission stuff. It was really fun. In the end, uh, Isla Dawn reversed. So, like, Zia was up on Isla Dawn's shoulders. Uh, and then she did the thing where she, like, rolls through. Rolling senton. Rolling, yeah. And then, but then Isla Dawn flipped it and then uh, got the, the, the roll through pin, basically. Cool. And then there is, like, some awkward respect shown afterwards. Like they're both baby faces, so they're both on the same page. They're they're good. Mm-hmm. It, like Isla Dawn reached out her hand, and then Z- Zia shook it. But then they did kind of a weird like, "I put my hand on your shoulder. Are we hugging? No, no. But I'll put my other hand over Respect, here for some but reason. Not too, not, not too, too cozy, not too friendly, not too cozy. Personal space, people. After that, we had oh, we did okay. So after that, we had an Eddie Dennis Dave Mastiff uh, video package. The only thing I remember if it was the same package. Eddie Dennis was making all sorts of silly faces. 
Yeah, you know what's hilarious is that he makes all sorts of silly faces, but then in the matchup screen, he looks like he's sleeping. I know. He's like, like when it's the profile, the side, the side. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like. Well, it's weird because remember the whole lead up to his debut, those video packages where he's talking about knowing Pete Dunn and Mark Andrews. And yeah, they're they great. were super young. Yeah. There was none of that. Yeah, I know. There was, there was, he was very headmaster with a little bit of simmering resentment maybe. Yeah. And now he's all. Yeah. Making all sorts of ridiculous faces. I wonder what Wayne Maker has against him because Wayne Maker says he hates Eddie Dennis. Oh, really? So I'll have to look more into it. I don't get that, to be honest. Eddie Dennis, I think he's great. He's like my, he's my favorite thing. If it's not Liverpool's number one and then it's not Rhea Ripley or Pete Dunne, it's Eddie Dennis. He's up there too. Anyways, good video package. Eddie Dennis was wearing glasses. After yeah. that, we had uh, Jordan Devlin uh, versus Damian Weir. Take a guess who won. Jordan Devlin. Yeah, he totally won. Uh, what do they call that thing? His uh, finishing move? The Irish something? Something of the Irish? Call of the Irish? Something like that? Something like that. Something yeah. like that. Anyways, he won. Fairly dominating uh, performance here. Yeah. yeah. He gets on the mic. He starts uh, to drop a promo, but then he's interrupted by Travis Banks. Comes out with a head full of steam. Runs off Jordan Devlin. After, the, uh, after that, we had a very charming uh, Mustache Mountain backstage interview. They were once again dressed to the nines. Just big, strong boys, fashion boys. That's mm-hmm. what they are, really. Mm-hmm. Select. Select. Right. <laughs> Anyways, they said they're going to get those titles, the tag yeah. team titles. Yeah. I'm paraphrasing, but that's I don't think they, they are, though. That's what they said. I don't know. I got to I gotta look at them. I got to look at all the math because Pete Dunn's going to win. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think Man, I think I, I think they're gonna be chasing those titles. Because I, I think Pete Dunn's gonna be like the one, the only face with a title. Because I don't. I guess Tony Storm's gonna win, but man, I don't know. Rhea Ripley's so strong. Yeah, she's good. She has such a good case for herself mm-hmm, to keep that mm-hmm, title. Mm-hmm. But then, what else are they gonna do with her? Nobody else is there. I know. There's no one else on. Did Ginny have a title shot yet? No, but that'd be heel versus heel. They're not gonna do that. That's a good point too. Um, yeah, there's really it's, it's Rhea and Tony, and then a gap and everybody else in the women's division. I mean, Zia Brookside just lost to someone. I would said maybe her, but like she just lost to somebody who lost yeah, to Rhea Ripley. They're still not doing a very good job of building up the mid card in any other division. So I really. guess it's probably Tony Storm. So and if Tony can, wins, and, and then, then Rhea they can, can chase you for a while. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, great. Uh, and then we had, uh, of course, uh, grizzled young veterans soon. To be NXT's NXT UK's tag team champions, James Drake, Zach Gibson taking on Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster, um, and this was a fun, fun yeah. match. All sorts of great stuff, uh, but in the end, uh, ticket to uh, assisted ticket to ride. They didn't call it ticket to May. Is 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 ticket to Mayhem different than? Ticket, isn't it just like James yeah, Drake? Yeah, Ticket to Ride is, is like just a code breaker that uh, yeah. is done by Zach Gibson right. solo. Yeah, number one. But when they do it together, assisted, that's Ticket to Mayhem, I thought. Yeah, me too, but they didn't call it that. It was, I was very closely paying attention, I no. think. Um, <laughs> so I have, I have I it here. Cl- I think I was paying close attention. Well, I listened in and I was like, <laughs> why did he just call it an assisted Ticket to Ride? They call it, oh, Ticket to Ride. And then, oh, and then they, and look at it, picking up that during the replay, picking up that one with the assisted Ticket to Ride. I don't think they know what the, the, the talent calls their moves. I don't think so either. In any event, uh, Gibson and Drake win, move on to the finals. Of course, this is a semifinal. The finals at TakeOver Blackpool. Yeah. To to take on Mustache Mountain. Yeah. 
The big strong boys. Yeah. They're going to transport. Transport. Have a select match. Select. Uh, episode 24 kicked off with Legero versus Joseph Connors. You mentioned no more sparkly sequins robe for Joseph Connors. Instead, oh, some weathered, mm-hmm. a weathered leather jacket, mm-hmm. which I actually kind of liked. I thought it looked good, just a size too large maybe. Um, and yeah, the outcome of this was very surprising after all the uh, talk that Joseph Connors has done this past week about uh, cracking and scratching and destroying all of uh, Johnny Saint's new toys, as he put it. Um, he, I was expecting him to pick up a W, but no. He ate the springboard DDT from Legero. Took the L. Yeah. Loss. So I guess yeah. it would be his story as he can go talk a bunch of crap and take some losses. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Next, uh, James Drake, Zach Gibson interview. Did you like this? Was this good? Of course. Just meet your expectations. Of course. Gibson's so good on the mic, dude. He's good, I he's know. He's so good on the And James Drake is good on the mic, too. Yeah, he's all right. But when Gibson gets on, he's like, I can see, I can totally see why they wanted to roll with him to win that UK tournament. Like he is personality wise, just a force. Um, I just wonder if sort of the way they approach NXT UK in the first place was kind of wonky with regards to him losing to Pete Dunn like two times, cleanly. two or three times. I know. Right. Yeah. God, was it three times? It was at least two. I know it was at least two. Um, yeah, no, it was great, man. It was awesome. He said, Oh, and that's the huge breaking news out of that. I think on Saturday, maybe it's before, yeah, before, uh, uh, or maybe it's Friday. Friday or Saturday. Oh, there's like a Facebook Live They're going to do a Facebook Live thing. That's right. Oh, man. Are you going to tune in for that? Yes, and I'm going to be asking them questions. Oh, there you go. Can I super chat them? Yeah, with your own money. I'm not putting money towards that. Wait, it's Facebook Live. There's no super chat there. (laughs) (laughs) So, No. Uh, next, the Dave Mastiff, Eddie Dennis video package. Assuming the same one you got, Eddie Dennis making a lot of silly faces. Uh, Mastiff being intense. Um, next, Travis Banks versus Tyson T-Bone. Uh, Saxon Huxley walked out with Tyson T-Bone. They're they're an, an odd match. Yeah, uh, they are. I think that's why they work. Yeah, I think so. Because they're both oddballs. Hey, look at my partner. His and, cat. And then... Uh, from space. Yeah. So Travis Banks is working over Tyson T-Bone. It's like this isn't even a competitive match. Travis Banks was destroying Tyson Are T-Bone. Are you serious? Yeah, it wasn't even competitive. <laughs> oh. And Jordan Devlin shows up on the ramp in Travis Banks' entrance gear. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, That's great. He distracts him like for half a second. Yeah. Tyson T-Bone tries to get a move off. <laughs> Travis reverses it. Hits him a couple kicks. Slice of heaven. Travis Banks wins. Sounds like Travis Banks needs to talk to Seth Rollins. Because Seth Rollins has that like tunnel vision problem. Oh, now. man. He's so bad at getting distracted. So after the match, Jordan Devlin runs down the ring, attacks Travis Banks. But then Banks turns the tables, goes for a slice of heaven. Devlin evades. He flees up the ramp. Okay. I love um, it. Next, we got a Rhea Ripley, Tony Storm video package yeah. interview bit similar to the uh, Eddie Dennis, Dave Mastiff one. Okay. All pretty well filmed, um, hyping up their match. And then we got the main event, which is about a half hour long six man tag wow. match between Gallus and British Strong Style. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, that uh, spot that uh, Tyler Bate did with Pete Dunn that's been making the rounds on Twitter. From oh, Pro- yeah, yeah, Progress yeah. Show where he's, you know, like in a neck bridge while. Dunn's trying to like get his shoulders met. Mm. He did that, but with Joe Coffey. Oh, man. It's pretty much the same exact spot, but with Joe Coffey. Crowd gasp at that one. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Because Joe Coffey probably outweighs Pete Dunn by at least 50 pounds. Yeah. So finally, when he, when he you know, tries to sit on top of Tyler Bate to push him to the mat mm-hmm. and doesn't do it. Mm-hmm. That looks like it would hurt. Yeah. But I'm I got kidding. a bad neck, so. Um, there was like three times in this match early on where uh, something would happen. All six men would get to the ring and they'd be staring down at each other on the verge of fighting. Third time they actually did brawl. Uh, 
just mayhem. Uh, British Strong Style clear the ring. And then the match actually really starts to kick into gear. A lot of fun stuff. British Strong Style does all their typical stuff. Although we didn't get, I love when, when uh, Trent Seven fakes the punch and the guy ducks and DDTs him. Oh, I know, chop. I love it. I know. You didn't, you didn't get that spot off. So much fun. Um, at one point, uh, Joe Coffey hits a nasty powerbomb on Pete Dunne. Um, British Strong Style breaks it up. And in the end, um, Tyler Bates in there. And there's this good sequence where Joe Coffey's going for his finisher, the discus lariat. Uh, Pete Dunne finds a way to evade. Sorry, Pete Dunne. Uh, Tyler Bate twice, but in the third attempt, Joe Coffey hits it, picks up the win, pinning Tyler Bate after the discus lariat. Mm-hmm. Gallus wins. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. There's your math. Yeah, there's your math. There's your math. Confirmed. So I figured let's get to these, that'd be the case. Let's get but, to these predictions, Steve. All right. I don't know how good I feel about some of these, but it is what it is. All right. Hold on. I'm trying not to look at yours. All right. I'll start with uh, Travis Banks versus Jordan Devlin. Um, they seem intent on pushing both of them. However, I feel like uh, given what happened on the Go Home Show, Jordan Devlin will probably pick up the win. He'll uh, be some sort of sneaky victory, um, and they'll have a rematch, and Travis Banks will, will pick up a win on him at some point. Three confidence points yeah, for Jordan right, Devlin. You're probably right about that. Man, Banks just came back, though, but you're probably right about the sneaky win. Yeah, screw it. I'm going to go with Banks. All right. With uh, how many matches are there? Five. Five? <clears throat> One confidence point. All right. Oh, pff. Eddie Dennis is going over. Dennis, Eddie Dennis versus Dave Mastiff. Yeah, Eddie Dennis is going over. Again, uh, this is no DQ, so he can bring out a chair or something and hit him and win that way. Four confidence wow. points. Wow. Oh, yeah, because Mastiff has one win. There's a draw, yeah. and then Dennis has to pick this up. I do appreciate this feud as over who gets to be the monster of NXT, though. Because Mastiff, yeah, I, I can kind of see Mastiff, but Eddie Dennis does not look like a monster. No. He's freakishly tall compared to everybody else. Yeah, compared to everybody compared else. Compared to everybody he's, else. He's, I hate to say just 6'5", but he's just 6'5". Yeah. I mean, if he's, you know, he's just a normal dude if he's walking around main roster. Yeah. And even at that, he's super thin. Yeah. Like, he's just a big... He's the same height as Drew McIntyre. I'm telling you, man, he looks like a D-League basketball player. Kind of does. Kind of does. Uh, like, oh, man, we got to deal with that guy Hilton. You're not taking any. You're not sitting down. You're not. You're yeah, not you're playing. The, you're playing the whole game. <laughs> you're playing the entire. Game you're playing the whole game. Uh, I got Eddie Dennis as well. Two confidence points. You have four on him, right? Yeah, I got yeah. four on him. Next, uh, Tony Storm versus Rhea Ripley. I got Tony Storm one confidence point. This is this is the one fifty fifty thing I think in this whole in this whole show. Three. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put three on Storm simply because of what we talked earlier talked about earlier there's just there's nothing there's nothing for her to do i'm sorry there's nothing for Rhea ripley to if do. she wins i know if she wins yeah unless they're going to bring somebody else in i don't think it's going to happen no uh next mustache mountain versus zach gibson james drake i feel like zach gibson and james drake's going to win are going to win these titles and then uh, mustache mountain's going to chase after him wouldn't be surprised if uh old gallus gets involved and uh ends up costing mustache mountain this match mm-mm-mm-mm-mm all right, let's see here. All right, so we split on Banks and Devlin. Devlin. Yes. I mean, there's no way, there's no possible way I can root against Liverpool's number one. And I feel like he needs... He's had so many title opportunities, he needs to win at one at some point. 
I was gonna have there's plenty of people to chase done for that title. Yeah, well I'll go yeah, I'll go with Gibson and Drake. Two confidence points has gotta be. Two confidence points. I'm trying to see if there's any other places I can split. I mean, I'm probably silly in splitting with you on Devlin, but that one is sort of, I see what you're saying with it, and he's probably right. But also, I think they're really high on, De they're also high on Banks. Yeah, they like both of them a lot. But also, Banks just came back. Yeah. I'm not huge, that's why I only have one conference yeah, yeah, point yeah, on yeah. it, but like we gotta split somewhere. Uh, main event, Joe this isn't. By the way, this is not a takeover one of us has. There's no consequences. No, here. no, no. We're still learning the lay of the land in NXT UK. Even, I think NXT UK still yeah, learning, I know. learning uh, the lay of the land. Main event, Joe Coffee versus Peter Dune. Uh, we both got Pete Dunn. We both got five on it. Yeah, last week I was sort of trying to figure that one out. Like, is there any possible way? Any way? Is there any way? No. They were, they're really high on Gallus, though. Yeah. They're really high on Gallus. And Joe Coffee is pretty good. That being said, Pete Dunn's totally retaining. Totally retaining. All confidence points for me. Yeah. Yeah. What was Pete Dunn doing at the end of that main event? Seething. Oh, seething. He was in the ring. Gallus had had clear had beaten up uh, the rest of British Strong Style. Okay. And so Pete Dunn was standing in the middle of the ring, just seething. Yeah. All right. All right. After Gallus trying wins. to find a way, man, I'm trying to find a way to justify going the other way. I honestly, I'll be honest with you. <clears throat> I still think it'd be smart for them to put that title on coffee. I really do. Just because I think the Dunn's going to be like, he doesn't have a takeover takeover match. No, but if this were the next takeover, say in May or whatever. Yeah. I'd agree with you. Mm -hmm. I just think it's too soon. Yeah. Too soon. There are only 24 episodes into their yeah, right. program. Yeah. Hopefully, this will be the last week that we'll have to split episodes. Right? I know. Hopefully, we'll only have one. Have they done? We don't know if they've done any other tapings, have we? I don't think so. They'll probably do like next week, they'll probably do like a recap slash dark match episode, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. That'd be. Were there any, was anything set up over these two weeks to justify like a dark match that didn't Joseph Connors versus Laguero 2. two? Yeah, probably right. That could be. Or what else? And then, like, is there a Ginny match that can be on a, an episode? Maybe. Ginny there should be because she's great. Ginny versus... Did they ever do Ginny versus Isla Dawn? Did they do that last week? I don't think they've done that. Because they set that up. Okay, so maybe that'll happen. So that might happen in a dark match. Yeah. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.
You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Uh, let's talk 205 Live. The first match. Show kicked off. Noam Dar versus Tony Nese. Uh, Tony Nese did actually a pretty good iPhone promo in his locker. I like that too. I thought it was yeah. really good. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Um, because he wasn't. Sometimes he does promos. It's like he's training to come off as is sounding like pro wrestler. Mm-hmm, yeah. And usually when wrestlers do that, it makes their voices sound deeper, cruffer, cr- yeah. cruffer. Sorry, but it's not like his is like raises the pitch of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just a normal speaking voice, and I thought it was really good. Yeah, no, me too. I really like Tony Nese, man. I really hope that oh, he's great him at some point. Um, well. It's not happening now because he lost. I like that, though, because I like Noam Dar. That dude needs some wins. Yeah, he does. And I like both these guys. I want to see them in a feud. I hope this lasts a little while. Yeah, me too. This is a it's feud that would be cool. It's just interesting to see Tony Nese, who was kind of the 1B to Buddy Murphy's 1A. Yeah. Um, and it seemed like pretty. it would have been a pretty interesting story if they would built them up as this you know, like uh, unbeatable pair only for Drake Maverick to, to pit them against each other. They've fallen off. They they they've fallen off the buddy. The the buddy Murphy title reign has not been a great one. No, it isn't. Just because the stories haven't been interesting. Yeah, exactly. But if they had done Buddy Murphy versus Tony Nese after mm-hmm. building him up as workout buddies, that could have been interesting. I know that could have been really good. Instead, they didn't do that. Um, Tony Nese hits the, like a pump handle Mishinoku driver. Rather than pin Noam Dar, he pulls him towards the corner. Uh, Dar takes advantage, rolls up Tony Nese to get the win. Um, next, we had a Brian Kendrick promo. So I was watching this with uh, uh, I watched I watched two five live this morning, and uh-huh. uh, Alabama's been getting up early with me, so she was chilling on the couch with me this morning. Brian Kendrick shows up in this promo, so of course he's got his spanky hair, and his mm-hmm. no goatee anymore. She said, "Is that a boy or a girl?" <laughs> I I started laughing so flipping hard. She also cracks up at everybody being nakedy, as she says. Look, I can oh, okay. see his nakedy. Because they have no essentially underwear on. on. Exactly. Yeah. Is that boy or girl? <laughs> what a silly thing to ask. Um, so he dropped a promo, which mostly consists of him reading a letter from Akira Tozawa because he was in Japan wrestling. Yeah, that's right. Um, at the end, he said, you know, we've been at odds pretty much the entire time. He's been in 205 Live. We have some sort of weird friendship now. So I'll do whatever I can to make sure Akira Tozawa wins that cruiserweight title. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see Next, here. we had uh, uh, Drake Maverick, Drew Gulak. And Jack Gallagher backstage. They had binders. They had binders full of prospective signees for. I want to know who's in those binders, man. Uh, Drew Gulak's binder contained only people who are ground-based submission wrestlers. Apparently, people he said even if the mat was lava, they would they would not go, not go the ropes to the ropes. Exactly. Um, They leave. Mike and Maria Canellas come in, and Maria says it's been five weeks since he's had a match on Two Hundred Five Live, and says. They've been flying out to these cities for these shows, taking time away from their newborn child to be here and not getting any opportunity. And here you are talking about bringing in new talents. Yeah. When you got Mike Canellis here that you're not using. It, which is a salient point. That it's is not just salient. Totally it's true. It's, it's absolutely valid. Truth. Absolutely. Oh, man. Like, dude, that probably the most. That's an that's an Ollie wrestler, dude. 
right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. That, I that is yeah. 130% an all elite wrestler wrestler right there. Because, man, I think there is so much money behind Mike Bennett and Maria Canellas. Mm-hmm. I think they are so fantastic. I get so excited when I see them on the dang TV. And to see them not just get kicked to 205 Live, because I'm fine with 205 Live. You can have some great matches there. And I thought they were doing good stuff with TJ Perkins and the Lucha guys. With Canellas, yeah. And then they just dropped it. Was there ever a resolution to that? Uh, there was that tornado tag match. I think that was supposed to be their blow off. Oh, that was supposed to be their blow off. Yeah, man. And then for him not to be and I around. Don't think he's been on TV. No, that's, that's terrible. Is that terrible. is absolutely terrible. I think they're so great. So yeah, I dude, that's a guy. If you want to say, hey, I would love to see so and so, he's top of my list. A guy from WWE to go to All Elite. I think he'd be killer. Mm-hmm. Oh, just killer. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Next, Leo Rush iPhone promo. Calling out Lucha House Party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe we'll get more Leo Rush matches on 205 Live. Because they don't happen often enough. <laughs> they, re- they really don't. Like, we see, we see, it's weird. We see, like, too much Leo Rush, but not, not none of his matches. None of it's in the ring. It's all just talking. I know. Uh, finally, main event, Cedric Alexander versus Hideo Itami. Um, man. That hell Falcon, of a match. That Falcon arrow spot off the apron. Yeah. Holy moly. Yeah. Pretty, that pretty was fantastic. Insane. But yeah, another fun match between these two. Uh, of course, the match ends with Hideo Itami bleeding from the mouth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was great. That was fantastic. Uh, so uh, Hideo Itami hits that Falcon arrow off the apron. Cedric gets in the ring to beat the 10 count. Uh, Hitami hits one corner drop kick, um, goes for another, goes to the finisher. Cedric tries to roll him up. Uh, uh, Hitami kicks out sends Cedric back into the corner another drop kick in the corner and then Hitami hits his finisher for the win and then the whole time they were telling the story of Cedric getting his essentially his ribs crushed because of Hitami Hitami kept on kicking him who's another top level face on 205 Live other than Cedric yeah there is none because if I didn't know better, I'd say he was going to like Raw or something or SmackDown. Could be. I wouldn't want him to go on SmackDown because he'd be with Mustafa Ali unless they were to form a tag team. Mm-hmm. Then they'd be kind of redundant because of what we saw in 205 mm-hmm. Live. I mean, not necessarily, but maybe. Um, but that, it, it, I mean, dude, I'd love to see Cedric. I mean, I don't know if it'd be a step down or a step up, but go to NXT. Mm. Could you imagine Cedric Alexander mm-hmm. on NXT? Mm-hmm. That'd be great. Matches he could have there. That would be spectacular. Ricochet. Oh, man. Ugh, killer, right? Um, I like, I re- this is unexpected. I really like that Adeo Tommy yeah, won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he deserves to to do that. I'd like to see, be honest with you, I'd like to see it. Cause, so, moving on to Royal Rumble match. Sorry, the match at the Royal Rumble. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Adeo Tommy, Kalisto. Kalisto. Akira Tozawa. Akira Tozawa. And, and Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy. Okay, so it's two, two faces, two. two heels. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, I guess if you want to say any face might approach Cedric standing, it might be Kalisto, maybe. But they really invested. Yeah, that's a big maybe. Invested time in developing, from a character standpoint, any other faces. Yeah. To Kalisto any degree. could be if they spent yes. any time on yes. his character. Um, but you're right about that. He is sort of. But again, Lucha House Party is moonlighting on Raw, too. Yeah, I know. I know. 
I don't know, man. I just saw that and I was like, wow, number one, terrific win for Hideo Itami because he deserves it. Yeah. And number two, there's nothing for Cedric to do. There's nothing for him to do. He needs to go somewhere, man. Maybe he teleported to Raw after 205 Live. That could be. I'd love to see him somewhere. Yep. Uh, After after that match, uh, Buddy Murphy was interviewed backstage and and, uh, he said, well, I'm offering an open challenge. Not for the title, mind you, but an open challenge next week to anybody who thinks they can step up. You see Drake Maverick's uh, response on Twitter to this interview? Because WWE.com put it on Twitter. He said, I want only the most elite of the elite to show up. Yeah, I saw a transcript type deal. You need to stop doing that stuff. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Because then they capitalize the second elite. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's so silly. God, what do they care? You got billions of dollars. I know. Your valuation's like, what, $7 billion? Are they going to buy Ring of Honor just to make Marty Skrull have this match? <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. But anyway. I don't know. I don't a bunch know. of silliness. Let's answer some questions yes, here. Yes, yes, First, I'm going to go to the Discord. You hit those super chats. I know we'll we got do a couple Tommy Cat. Good morning, friendos. Off today and smoking some premium flour. Non-WB question. Will Hangman Page be the Dolph or Seth of all of Elite Wrestling? Thank you, friendos. Well, Hangman Page. Well, he won't be the Dolph. He's not going to be the Dolph. I don't think he'll be quite the Seth. I think Kenny will be the Seth. Yeah. So he'll probably be. He'll be the Finn. Yeah. He'll be the Finn. So let me, I know it's way too premature to do this, but based on what we saw at the rally, we're getting Hangman Page versus Pac at Double or Nothing. Seems like it, yeah. Jericho said he's going to be there. He assumed Cody's going to be there. Young Bucks are going to be there. You think Young Bucks will. Have a match against the the Good Hearts, Strong Hearts, Strong Hearts, Strong Hearts. I watched a compilation last night. Oh yeah, it's like it's it's like a whole faction. It's like yeah, six yeah. ricochets, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I watched a couple of gifts of some of the stuff. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. I would hope so. I would think so. Here's going to be the funny thing about all about Double or Nothing, and granted, they might not need it. But the first one was such a celebration of non-WWE wrestling. Yeah. This is going to be a celebration of all elite wrestling. Yeah. Because Ring of Honor ain't going to be involved. No. Uh, Impact's not going to be involved. Or at least, I'll put it this way, I would be surprised yeah. if they if they were involved. Now, if they want to have a spirit of camaraderie and cooperation and, hey, let's put a good foot forward on this new venture and we can all benefit from another territory out there, maybe you'd see that. Yeah, but yeah. I kind of doubt it, right? Yeah, it's, it's, kind of it's, doubt it's it. It's hard to tell. And so, like, I mean, granted, they've they've signed a bunch of great wrestlers, mm-hmm. but like, who are they going to fill the rest of that card out with? Jericho and Cody. Jericho and Cody would be a great match. Yeah, I'd love to see that. But then, like, who is Kenny going to wrestle? You got to bring someone in for Kenny. Yeah, I know, I know. Unless he throws his hat into the title picture, and then it's Pac versus Kenny versus Hangman Page. Yeah, but I don't know if there's enough people for a triple threat. I mean, look, I'm sure they can I find. Know. They're gonna have four matches on plenty their of wrestlers. Yeah, yeah, I know. But like, you know, a battle royal with 20 people in it, that doesn't seem like. Yeah, it's probably not gonna happen. Which is fine. Uh, Mr. Blue Seven starting a wrestling podcast. Something I've always wanted to do. Uh, so I'm finally taking the leap. Power rank five tips. Thanks for the all the inspiration. Consistency. Right. That's number one tip. Just be consistent. Not in ter- it's consistency in terms of the quality of your product. Consistency in terms of when you get it up. Viewers, listeners have to know when to expect something of you, and they need to expect it to be of a certain quality. Have a schedule and stick to it. Don't do this thing where a couple months you're on at noon, and then some of the days you're on at 11, and then all of a sudden you make this shift to 9 in the morning. Yeah, don't do that. That's just a recipe for you're failure really right there. You're shooting yourself in the foot if you do that. <laughs> no. Uh, no, see, if you look, I would suggest start it probably weekly. Um, I mean, unless you really want to do daily, but that's a nightmare. Uh, start it weekly and just pick a 
time and day and do it and do that and stick to that time and day. Uh, I would suggest there's all sorts of great avenues, be it Twitch or YouTube for live streaming your podcast. Mm-hmm. I would definitely suggest that even if you are able to grab two people, then that's two people that's tuning in and maybe they'll talk to people about Yeah, it. they can tell their friends. There's something about the live streaming experience mm-hmm. that uh, I mean that, that we obviously yeah, really it's very, like. It's this communal experience. Yeah, totally. It's not just us talking to a camera. Right. Uh, so there's that. There's the, those, those two good. Those those are two good things. Uh, quality. Uh, you get look. You can get a snowball uh, mic for fifty bucks. Yeah. Um, get you, you need good, decent quality, and you can yeah, have yeah. it for cheap these days. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to spend an arm and a leg. I'll be honest with you. The mic on here is pretty fantastic too on the iPhone. If you have an iPhone, just put it down and talk like this. Yeah. Or you can do a live stream like this. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then uh research here's another one whatever you're going to call your podcast research whatever name you want to use to make sure nobody else has it Mm -hmm. some dudes try to start a going in raw podcast like a year after we started going in raw yeah and that didn't last very long no they changed Um, to a different yeah 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 that was a weird situation yeah it was uh rob mustick here in discord says uh at nxt live in atlanta Alistair Black and Elvateen Dream team to face heel DIY. What are your favorite tag teams made of singles superstars of all time? Hmm. I'll throw this out there really quick, but Thebar is up there for me. Yeah. Because holy moly, they had two spectacular singles runs, but then put together as a tag team, they have Very gelled good. so well. Very good. They're up there for me. Stone Cold and Shawn Michaels. That was a good one, just because they're two of the best. Yeah. Oh, Rock and Sock. Yeah, that's a good one. The too. Rock and Mankind. Yeah, that's a good one. What about Rated RKO? Yeah. It's a clever name, kind of. <laughs> kind of. Uh, Jurassic Goo gave us a dollar. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Jurassic Goo. Uh, Jay Sean Lawrence, any chance we see Cedric in the Rumble? I Maybe. hope so. That'd be I great. Hope so. That'd be fun. Uh, Arma Arcana, when are we getting the all over Slow Wolf Pack print blanket? Oh, great idea. Doesn't have to be a heavy one. Nice mid-sized one. I will hop on Society6. I think they offer that. They, we can get coffee tables it. and end tables done with the Slow Wolf Pack logo on it. Boy, that'd be cool if they had like a pub table. Yeah. That'd be neat. That'd be us really going all in on Slow Wolf Pack. David Prock, which NXT star are you looking forward to seeing performing the Rumble? For example, I can't wait to see Velveteen Dream because I think he'll do something really creative. Um... Cassius Ono. Give him that rumble spot. I want to see that. That's my number one. Well, sorry. My number one is I want to see Zach Gibson in the rumble. And then after that, Cassius Ono. All right. Now flip those. Uh, Cody Miles. Apparently, according to him, and Cody Miles usually knows his stuff, Hogan on Kenny Omega and the possibility of WWE. This is what Hulk Hogan has to say, apparently. It's according to Cody Miles. I might have made it up. It's tough to quote. It's tough to go your whole life without eating at McDonald's or riding in a Chevrolet. If you don't touch on the WWE, the story's not complete. But maybe Kenny could be the exception. That's a All right. actually pretty decent take on Kenny Omega and the WWE. Yeah, I guess so. You know, WWE's McDonald's, yeah or nay? 
No, I think I think he's saying WWE's not McDonald's. Isn't that what you said? He's saying it's because if you I don't... I think WWE's McDonald's. Here, read that again. Sorry. It's tough to go your whole life without eating at McDonald's or riding in a Chevrolet. Those oh, are the okay. standards. Gotcha, gotcha, okay. McDonald's still... I thought he was business. saying if, if, if you're not in WWE, you're not, you're, you only have enough money to eat at McDonald's or drive a Chevrolet. It's tough to go without eating or riding in a Chevrolet if you know the story's not complete. Maybe you're right about that. I thought he was making a metaphor at WWE saying they're McDonald's or Chevrolet. No, it could be right either way. I think you're actually right. Or riding in a Chevrolet. All right, I'm just confused now. <laughs> but to answer your question, yeah, WWE is McDonald's. It's McDonald's of pro wrestling. There's some really good stuff, though. I mean, if I'm in the mood for it, I love McDonald's food, man. <laughs> yeah, okay. There's some stuff there that tastes good. All right. What's the SmackDown on the menu, then? What's the one thing on the McDonald's menu that... Oh, it's, it's the, the two hamburger meal. <laughs> Never disappointed. <laughs> Oh man! Know exactly what I'm gonna get. Yeah, you're probably right. And I'm gonna be satisfied. No, but. I think that's me. That's raw, that's raw because regardless, if I eat that, I feel like crap afterwards. However, no, I think the two hamburger meal is the one thing I can eat there that I don't feel like crap afterwards. See, it's I not do. Too much. The one thing that I can actually not feel like crap after eating, I can I can literally have unlimited uh, McNuggets. Oh, all right. And feel fine. Okay. So the twenty McNuggets for five dollars for me is SmackDown. I would say it's so much goodness in like a little box. I would say I would say a Big Mac is raw because it's huge, it's overstuffed. <laughs> when it's good, it's great. When it's bad, you just you just you just want to crawl in bed for a, a two days and okay. not see anybody. Here's the big thing though. What is like two hundred five live is the Happy Meal. What is NXT? Apple pie. Oh, that's a good answer. That's a great answer. You're totally right. You can't go wrong with the apple no, pie. Those are delicious. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, Henry Harris said, we need more people to show up during Adam Mayhem's Project Beta streams. He says, just five people in his chat is terrible. Um, yeah, man. You gotta, you guys got to follow Adam Mayhem on the Twitter because yes. he puts out those, uh, yes, yes. those uh, alerts about that. It's the developmental for WCW. By the way, officially work has started on WCW finally, uh, and work is soon to begin. Yeah, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take my PlayStation home this weekend and get started on fun wrestling. Ne- not this Friday, not tomorrow, but next Friday. Live. Oh, we can't do it next Friday because we got watch party next Friday. It's gonna be next Tuesday. Next Tuesday, live. We'll do W Steve W. W Steve W begins mm-hmm. uh, the first set of tapings. Yes, is going. And then the down. following week, I guess we'll do the first set of tapings for Fun Wrestling. We'll do Fun Wrestling, and then we book Rumble, I guess, also, huh? The following week. No, we have to. Oh shoot! No, we have to. Re- we book Rumble next week. We do. Yeah, because we've got like oh wait three no, weeks sorry. in the can. Yes, you're right. Sorry, yeah, my apologies. Okay. I got my date mixed up. Yeah, so next Friday, watch party, something over the Royal Rumble, and then the following Friday, yes, we'll All be. Right. Yes. Sorry. And tomorrow, I think we're going to try to win towers. <laughs> <laughs> or we'll do, or we'll go back to my career. We'll put it up. We'll put it up on the community tab. I feel like towers was more fun. No, man. My career was great. My career is awesome. There's a lot of boring stuff to sit through in my career. I'll be honest. In Whereas, the old my career, in the new my career, is some good stuff. There's some good stuff, but there's, I don't know. I feel like towers, it's, it's little short bits and it's us trying to one up each other. I think All that's right. more fun. How about this? I think we that's more entertaining. Do both. We're streaming for like two hours. Yeah, we'll, we'll do see. an hour of towers. It'll yeah, be the we'll tower see. hour and then my career. We'll see. Perry Smythe. I mean, I kind of want a million dollars too. What match would you like to see run for a whole episode of NXT similar to Finn and Nakamura? I think you have to get to like 15 people. Yeah, I know. No, it's not going to. We can't get through three. 
It's not going to happen. We've only tried for like an hour. If you tried for two hours, you might get through at least seven. Fine. This will be the second hour of trying that we try tomorrow. Then. Uh, whole episode. Oh, give me, give me Gargano Champa for a whole hour of NXT. Okay, I can see that. Uh, Alex C, uh, what is the McRib of wrestling? Well, that's Undertaker. He only shows up every once in a while. It's no, not, it's Brock. It's overrated. It's Brock. Okay, Brock. There you it's go. Brock. There you go. That's good, too. I'm going to head over to the Patreon because we have some questions there as well. Uh, Belgot Leons. Larson, I love you so damn right that NXT is the apple pie. <laughs> Oh, well, and then he starts talking trash about Adam Mayhem. I'm not going to say that. Uh, N. Combs, 1986. Apparently, Braun Strowman has a cameo in Holmes and Watson. Terrible movie, but I still didn't see that coming. Was he in one of the trailers? Yeah, he was all over the trailers. Yeah. What's some other menu items that can be WWE product? Like, what's NXT UK? Flayo Fish. Why? Because they really love their fish and chips. No, I know. I thought that too. But I mean, in terms of the quality of the product, like filet fish is not a good thing. Oh, I like the filet fish. Uh, I haven't had one in years. Yeah. Like, I think that would shut my body down. Yes. It melts in your mouth. It's great. It's really good. How much of that is actual fish? Probably very little. 10%. Yeah. <laughs> more, more tartar sauce than fish. I was having a Twitter conversation with uh, our friend Dave. Like a little while ago. Oh, yeah. And he said that uh, he mentioned that he was talking about Arby's. Uh-huh. And he mentioned that he, the only thing he knows about Arby's is that he had, I guess he had a friend that worked there. And he said that their beef arrives in like cube form. And then they set it on a counter and they just spray water at it. And then it turns into the beef that we eat yeah. at Arby's. Yeah. Fascinating. Uh,. Uh, David Proc, which NXT stars are we? Are you looking forward to seeing perform in the Rumble? Did you already read that? Yeah, I read that. Oh, one. okay. Oh, you're already on the Patreon. Okay. Yeah, my mistake. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> uh, Lewis Wood, which NXT UK superstar besides Pete Dunne would you most like to see answer an open challenge for a main roster title? NXT UK. NXT UK. Rhea Ripley. Mm-hmm. It'd be Rhea. Ripley. Or Tony Storm. Or Tony Storm. Tony Storm yeah. be my answer. But then obviously, of course, I just, I'm going for realistic, but. Tony Storm. Number one. No, uh, you know what? You know who it would be for me, actually? Well, besides Rhea Ripley. Jordan Devlin. Yeah, he's good. I think Jordan Devlin. I think it'd be pretty stunning. Uh, Lewis Wood. Which NXT UK. Oh, you just read, sorry. You just read that one. Yeah, I went down to the bottom. I didn't hear the name. Sorry. All eat wrestler. Who are some indie wrestlers you think would work at NXT but not on the main roster? Hmm. Which, who are some indie? Oh, who would work in NXT but not on the main roster? Who would work? You mean who would <coughs> fit like in? Who, who would be over? Who would work well in NXT but main oh, roster okay. not so much? Okay. Well, geez, I don't even know if they let. I don't think they let. If he toned it down, oh, Joey Janela. Or Joey Ryan, I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Joey Janela could work either way. I think so, because he's got such a large personality. Yeah. Yeah, he's got kind of an infectious personality. I think he'd work either way. Um, Let's see here. Fred the Shed, does the inherently rehearsed nature of NXT affect your opinion on it? Uh, He says, kind of like how wrestlers don't rate Macho Man versus Steamboat 
from WrestleMania three as highly as fans do because they rehearsed it to a T. Is that true? I don't know. I haven't heard that before. Do obviously choreographed matches deserve as much praise as matches called on the fly? So I kind of understand the point there. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, look, it, here, here's the thing. So I, I, I was a fan of, remember the, the Ricochet, uh, Osprey. Yeah. Yeah. Best yeah. Of the super juniors. Yeah, thing? yeah. So I appreciated that. Oh, heck yeah, man. But I don't appreciate that as much as something like, and granted they are two different things, but I'll even tell, I'll even look at this ricochet versus like uh, Adam Cole, for example, mm -hmm. you know, fantastic match. They don't feel rehearsed. No, they just feel like really, really, really good matches. Yes. The best matches are the ones that they've given a lot of time to prepare, mm -hmm. but they make it come off like it's kind of like, like spontaneous, yeah. like it's spontaneous. If yeah. it feels spontaneous, then you forget that it was rehearsed. Yes. You forget all the preparation. Yes. Exactly. I, I, the only thing I come up with NXT is I wish main roster had more time to prepare. Yeah. Charles Ford, anyone check out Glenn Jacobs AMA on Reddit? I just saw that one little bit that yeah. uh, James Willems yeah, posted. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Alto, will Tony Storm win the title following her recent event? It's going to be a really warm crowd for her. Yep. You know, so yep. I don't I I would kind of doubt that, you know. I don't know if that necessarily have any bearing on how they're going to I would tell doubt their that. Stories. Yeah, I would doubt that would, yeah. Uh, Sean Lathrop, who is Cesaro's best partner, Cassius Ono or Sheamus? Ooh, I'm telling you, man, it's got to be all three of them as one unit. That's be how it great. should have been. That'd be great. It's really how it should be. Uh, all right. Anyways, that's probably the show, right? Yeah. All right, cool. Works for me. <laughs> Patrons, stay tuned. Patrons of the $5 mark. We got some fun stuff coming up for you on Overrun today. Mm -hmm. The lava graphics have officially rolled out. And across the board, unanimous, everybody loves it. Well, it's lava. Of course, and I did it. So that's it for the show. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. There's some music for you. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.